All right, everyone. Welcome to Hosted. I am the host, Brandi Whalen, and I have Jason Frazell here today on the show. We are going to flip the tables a little bit. Jason's a podcast host, and now he gets to be a guest on a podcast. So uh, just to give you a little bit of background information on Jason, he is a highly sought after growth and leadership coach. Having over 20 years experience in the tech industry, he has the knowledge base to really lift anyone in any organization up. Also is an expert brand strategist. So he is really the the go-to fella for any sort of coaching, growth, brand strategy needs. Welcome, Jason. Thanks, Brandy. So good to be here. How was that intro for you? Uh, was there anything it was, I missed? It was, it was I mean, you covered that I'm a podcaster, which we're going to talk about. Yes. I think the only thing that's missing in there and the audience might not care is I'm a dad of two young kids and I'm a husband and all that good stuff. So I have, you know, the things that are really important are out there, but nobody want, nobody's tuning in for that. But no, I think you nailed it. I think you nailed cool. it. Well, and actually that's the most important job that you have. Yeah. And, and you're gen- raising argu- people. I'm raising people and arguably the most stressful. And the most stressful. <laughs> Absolutely. I hear you there. I yeah. Got- doing that with three. Yes. So, um, cool. Well, let's jump right in here. Yeah, let's do it. I want to just talk about first how, why you started a podcast because you've been doing, you're, you're entering your 100th episode coming up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's a, that's a big time commitment there. Most people don't make it past eight. So well done. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us, tell us why you got started. Yeah, um, it is interesting too. I, I read that stat that the average number of podcast episodes for a, like a podcast that's episodic is eight. I'm like, that's crazy. Like, why would you not just do it and stick with it? So, yeah. um, so I actually got my start in uh, October of 19. I was introduced to go on a podcast about career changing by a friend of mine. She went on this podcast and I went on the podcast and I, and I don't want to listen to the episode again because I'm probably going to be embarrassed by how I sounded. I think if Tim, I was listening to Tim Ferriss and he was talking about how when he goes back some, and listens to his first season, he's like, oh my dear God, I can only imagine. And I'm sure five years from now, I'm going to listen to this podcast episode and be like, oh my dear God. But uh, yeah, and I, I just had a ton of fun. And I literally remember walking into our bedroom and saying to my wife, I'm like, I'm going to start a podcast because that was really fun. And I think I can be a host of a podcast. She's like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I don't know. And then I realized that as a child, um, like as when I was like 11 or 12, my dream was to be Johnny Carson, which then I think it like that was the year right around then is when Johnny Carson went over to Jay Leno. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to do a talk show for a lot less money with a lot less audience than The Tonight Show. And then I just kind of created my show out of nowhere. And that's it's a long, you know, we'll talk more about what the format is, but it's a long form podcast where I just get to talk to people. And it's my little tiny way of being a Jimmy Fallon or uh, um, like a Conan O'Brien now where I just get to talk to interesting people and do it in a format that's fun for me. And it's, and it's a ton of fun. So I'm just like, this sounds like fun. Then the last thing I'll say is I'm pretty technical. So the, the whole kind of like tech stack to do it wasn't scary wasn't for me at all, which I think we'll probably talk about some of the tips later. Yes. That was not a barrier. I'm, I, I'm literally Google, what do you need to start a podcast? I'm like, Oh, I can do that. I can do that. I can order that on Amazon. I can use these platforms. I can spend the money. Good to go. So that was not the hard part. Cause you know, you know, this. a lot of podcasters are like, 
where do you start? And I'm like, where do you start is Google. And then from there, uh, I was ready to go in two months. I released in January of 2020 and came up with the idea in October of 2019. That is incredible. And we talked a little bit before I pushed record here that you you had some interviews in the bag first before you even decided what the title was going to be going to be, did you know the general direction that you were going to take? Or did you feel like that even evolved from the first couple of episodes? No. So the direction of my show has been actually the same. I've asked every single guest the same questions for, for a hundred episodes now. And I was, I shared this on an episode in season one. I don't know how I came up with those questions. Like they kind of manifested themselves. And then I'm like, Oh, I kind of like these. Like, I don't know if you ever had that creative moment Yeah. as a fellow creative where I was like, what do I want to ask people that's going to be a little bit directed by me? Because, you know, like guests usually like some direction, but make them super broad so that people can, we can really distinguish people's uniqueness on the show. And if people listen, they'll see that the questions are quite broad. And they're also not really about what people do for a living. Now, of course, that gets brought in. And that's, we end up talking about that. But I remember, I literally say to my wife, she's like, well, what are you going to ask people? I'm like, I came up with these lists of questions out of nowhere. And I don't really remember it. It was kind of like a moment of like creative brilliance that doesn't happen for me that often. And so my format's actually been the same for two years. I've never changed it. I've added, I've, I've tweaked a couple of questions. I've removed a question. I've added a question, but it's been kind of the same. And so that's been actually really good for me because it's consistency and I like consistency. And I have to say, I've been a guest on your show and your questions are fantastic because they really do. It's they're they're a little bit more complex than just like, you know, tell me about yourself. It's, yeah. What, what do, you do you do? What do you nerd out about? Yeah. And that opens up for a lot of different answers. And mm-hmm. and my favorite was what is something that that you do that other people don't do? And then the yeah. reverse of that. Yeah. Which really got me thinking. And it, it was something too that I was able to talk to people about. I think I went to Fun. a dinner party two weeks later. And you know, now we're just trying to figure out how to socialize again. Because <laughs> we haven't been doing that. Right. So, you know, I was like, instead of being like, Did you get vaccinated? I was like, <laughs> let's talk about something different, you know? Yeah. Let's let's talk about this. Like, what is something that yeah. you do that not other that you that nobody else does or maybe very few people do. So it was yeah. so nice to have something to just it just brings a conversation that otherwise wouldn't be happening. So yeah. I want to give um I actually want to give a shout out because I'm a big believer in giving co- uh, giving credit where credit's due. So my questions come from a combination of coaching questions that I, you know, they're curiosity-based questions, right? I don't know the answer to them. The, quite frankly, a lot of podcasts, you're like, so Brandy, what do you do? I already know what you do, right? I can right. look you up on a website. I can look you up on LinkedIn. Yeah. And so can everyone else. And so can everybody else. So it's a combination of that. And then I I don't, I didn't generate the questions directly, but an inspiration of mine is Vanessa Van Edwards. She, uh, if you've heard of her, she's awesome. Yes. She wrote a book called Captivate. She's got a thing called yes. People School. She's, she's, um, she, her, uh, she calls herself a recovering, a recovering awkward person. And so her whole business, the science of people is based around, um, curiosity, how to be a better networker, how to show up in a, you know, like go, go to a dinner party. Here's five interesting questions. So she actually has like a free, um, free video series. It's like the most interesting people in the world. So I don't know that I've taken, taken any of her questions specifically, but I'm very inspired by her and how she likes to 
teach people and ask people to show up is like show up with curiosity, which is, which is kind of a normal thing in this world now, but most people still don't do it. And I literally have no idea what you nerd out about. I literally have no idea what, what you don't do that other people love to do. So that's, that's kind of the genesis of those, which is why I've kept them because I always get the feedback that they're great questions. If they were not good questions, I would change my questions. They're great questions. And for you, it's always a surprise. Even if you know someone who's coming on your show, it usually uncovers something that you didn't know about them, which is. Yeah. Makes it an interesting conversation, not only for you, but for the listeners as well. Well, I do want to say, Brandy, we're about to prove this because my first guest in season three, first people to hear it is my wife. (laughs) Amazing. And the reason I'm interviewing her is one, she's my wife. I don't know how she's going to answer all these. And two, <laughs> the real inspiration for my podcast is Dak Shepard's podcast. I love Dak Shepard. I yes. love Armchair Expert. His first guest was his wife, Kristen Bell, and they got in a fight on the <laughs> podcast. And I was like, yeah, I think this might happen with my wife and I on this podcast too. So I'm actually going to shout them out. If they happen to listen to this, thank you, Dax and Kristen. Like literally, I'm like, oh, this would be exactly how the podcast would go my wife when I have her on. And season three, episode one, she's on. We haven't recorded quite yet. We're doing it over the holidays. And we'll see if we fight on fight on air because it's very possible. Oh my goodness. What was that show? Was it the newlywed show when they would ask questions that you yeah. should probably know about your partner? But oftentimes do not. I mean, I feel like it's going to be a reenactment of that. Maybe it, it is going to be, we'll see if it's marriage, uh, <laughs> marriage enhancing or marriage, not enhancing. And we'll, we'll do it live. We'll do it live and record it with no editing for the audience. It's, it's, but it's going to be fun. My wife's an awesome interviewee. So it'll be fun. Wait, that sounds great. I can't wait to tune in. So speaking of which, how do you select your guests? Like what, what, what makes an interesting guest for you? You have a variety of guests. Oh on your show. my God. It is, um, I was looking back at all, I was looking back at all my episodes in my podcast platform. I'm like, I've talked to a very wide range of people ranging from Navy SEALs to college students to- You had a high school um, student. I had a high school, an autistic high school author on recently. His name is Ben. He's amazing. So, um, and I have like business people, but then we actually go into things in our business. Like you and I, we talked about family. We talked about interview questions. So- the way I select my guests is um, quite broad. I look for guests that are interested in being human and authentic. And I'm, I love promoting my guests, right? Like guests come to my show. I just, this week is Brian Rohde, amazing guy. He's the founder of a company called Acumen Apparel. He's a clothing, hmm. super interesting guy. He was a Marine. He was a, a prosecutor. He was actually the secretary of public safety in the state of Virginia, public servant. He ran for off state government. And now he's like the founder of this. But he's launching spent, a clothing line. He has a clothing line. It's called Acumen Apparel. I'm giving Brian a little shout out here. Great stuff, by the way, if you have uh, uh, men who need to dress professionally. And we talked a little bit about Acumen, but we actually talked about dad and football. He's a bit fellow Big Ten. I went to the Big Ten too. And I, we've talked about this. Yes. He went to Penn State. So we talked about this. And I look for people that want to come on. They do, and we do want to promote their business, but that's not all they want to talk about because my podcast is not an expertise podcast. So really, if I, if I see you, first of all, if people get sent to me, I generally say yes, because I trust the people that are sending them to me. Two, if I know you and find you and have a conversation with you, I will generally have you on. So I'll give you an example of this. Um, I do a thing called Lunch Club, which is networking where you do one-on-one networking virtually really fun for somebody like me. I met a guy yesterday. He has a business that he specializes in ADA compliant websites and accessibility. Hmm. And the reason he does it is because he's neurodivergent. He's ADHD 
and ADD, and as a child, and uh, and and as a and a dyslexic. So as a child, wow. he had a lot of pain and was made to feel like there's something quote unquote wrong with him. So I'm going to have him on my show, and we're going to talk about his child, and we're going to talk about why he does what he does. But it's not about so. Tell us about your business and how you make money. We're going to talk about that. So really, if, for anybody listening who wants to come on, if you think you either if you think you're a cool person, I'm probably going to say yes. Every now and then I get a pitch from either people or people's PR agents. And I'm kind of like, you might want to go back on your pitch a little bit. Cause it's like very like business. Like I'm going to yeah. give your value, audience value. And I'm going to do it by telling them the financial <laughs> models to the three-step process. I'm like, is that really all you want to talk about? Like I can read about that on your website. Yeah. That's the other thing too, Brandy is I look for people where I, I look for people that want to come on and talk about stuff. We, we don't, we cannot find out about you unless I talk to you or I know you in person. If I can read your LinkedIn, if I can read your website and figure out your systems, your processes, your products, I don't know that I need you on my podcast because I can do that. I don't know that anybody else is going to be that interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's, so that's really great. Yeah. So that's, that's what I look for. Ultimately, we want to connect with people, right? I mean, right. yes, we. you do have a brand that you want to ultimately yeah. promote. That's great. But isn't it cool to really kind of uncover the journey of how you got there or something that drives you, something you're passionate about that isn't what you're actually doing day in and day out. It may be what you're doing is a byproduct of some of that, but it's not. And that's the stuff. That's the good stuff. So and that's what people, I think in this day and age, especially, especially with COVID people really want to connect on a more human level. And You know, I just want to say when I look at my numbers on my podcast and I look at a look at the most popular episodes, there are things like Navy SEALs because that's like a natural like, oh, Navy SEAL, like that's a unique thing. But if you listen to that episode, we spend about 10 minutes on Navy SEAL on Navy SEALs and training and all that. We spend a lot of time on bourbon, dead and company. And people are like, hey, it was really fun to hear you talk to Steve about all this stuff, not just, you know, the Navy SEAL because the Navy SEAL stuff is a little bit common knowledge, right? You can watch movies, you can read books. But to, to get to know, hey, what is a dude who spent 27 years as a Navy SEAL? And we know the stuff that he's probably done. What does he actually do now when his kids are at hockey practice? Like we talk about how the coaches are probably scared of him. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, they're like, better start my kid. Um, but things <laughs> like that. Like, so I'm always looking for the human angle. So it's in a little, in a way, it's a little bit opposite of what you see on talk shows when like celebrities go on like Fallon or Colbert or something where their press agents are like, hey. Matt Damon has a new movie coming out. We want you to ask him these eight questions that are like promoting the movie. I don't actually look for that. I mean, if somebody wants me to ask them the question, I will, but I'm more interested in asking my questions because I know they're going to elicit a response that's a little more authentic, hopefully. And I've been very fortunate. I have not had a bad guess yet. I really haven't. Like I look at all my guests, like, well, that was a fun conversation that like, I think people got something from and I hear from my, my audience that people get stuff from it. So you also are really good at interviewing people. So that is an art in itself. So I think, yes, you select great people to come on to the show, but you also lead them down a path that creates a really dynamic and interesting conversation. So um, do you want me to to share the secret of how I do that? I do. Um, I hope this is useful for the audience. I ask the questions that I don't know the answer to. Hmm. Yeah. So that you're, you are legitimately learning something. Oh yeah. It's not just All like, the time. you know, tell me about this business that you're, that you're right. doing. So yeah, no, I think that that's great. So yeah. I'm going to ask you a question that I don't know oh. the answer to. Please. What 
you know, you and it had 99 interviews. Yes. I'm sure that you've walked away from some of those interviews just inspired, maybe maybe you got emotional a little bit. I would imagine that sometimes yeah. people get pretty vulnerable. Yeah. What could you just talk a little bit about some unexpected outcomes that you experienced while you've been podcasting? Yeah. Um the most unexpected thing is that my podcast has generated business either for a guest, which I guess that isn't that unexpected because a lot of people go on podcasts to get their name out there. Yeah. But what is more unexpected is that I have had guests end up doing business with listeners, which is really cool. Yes. And it's not, but it's not. And they're not selling their product. But they're not selling their product. And it's not because the guests are listening to podcasts being like, oh, that guy could use my service. I'll get people to say like, hey, I really enjoyed that episode of Brandy. Would you mind connecting me with her? Because my because my information is public out there. Uh, my email is like on my website, on the podcast website. And I'll connect them and they'll be relationships started from them hearing you when they don't know you. Like the common, it, the common link is that they were on my podcast. So that's one thing that's really cool. Um, the second thing that's really cool is um, the amount of people who have come back, like guests that have come back and said, hey, you helped me, um, you helped like raise funds. So I've had some people that like, they're not for profit. They do a nonprofit work or they're mm-hmm. doing some charitable things. Like, hey, based on this, like people were able to listen and do that. And the third thing for me is um, I have some clients that I've had on the show. I won't say who they are, but I've had them say that they've generated, I've generated business for my clients by having them as guests on my show, which is like double because they're, we're working together. So we have a business relationship and they're on my show. And the result is that I can actually pay it forward back to them. Yeah. So the return on investment by knowing me and working with me is amazing. It's amazing. So that's super cool. And we're going to see more of that next year where I think we'll talk about what I'm up to next year in my podcast, in my podcasting journey, but it's really fun to be able to give back that way. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like that leads right into what you have in store next year. You're going to continue yeah. talking, talking with cool people. I am. But what are yeah. you going to add to that? I am going to add a second podcast because it's arguably my favorite thing in the world to do. It's going to be specifically focused on talking to people in tech. And we were just talking about the naming. I'm, I'm getting close to a name. Randy's <laughs> very convincing. Um, and that's going to be a show it's modeled after how I built with this with Guy Raz, which I love that show, except Guy talks to people like, you know, the, the founder of Whole Foods and Peloton. I'm, I am going to be focused on um, founders of tech that are early stage. So getting their stories out because all of those people were at some point the same place. And I don't think, I think it's hard for early stage founders who want to market themselves to get out there yeah. and want to share it. So same thing, like, What's the what? What's your why for creating this company? What what got you here? Like you know, most you know, you know a lot of entrepreneurs as well. Most entrepreneurs had like full time jobs when they started. Like most entrepreneurs, not like, hey, I've got I've got parents' money. I'm just going to go create a company. They have a, they have a reason they do the thing they do, yes. and explore that. And then for that one, I really want to highlight what the company does why it's important to that founder and how it can impact the world positively. Cause I do think, I think most of the products out there are, are positive. I think if most of the products that are out there, if they're negative, they don't actually laugh. They don't have any staying power. 
Yeah, they're usually aimed towards solving something that they've seen. Typically, that's right. In a you know just a, a gap, right? That they've yeah. that they've seen in a previous position. Yeah. Is it only founders, or will you have other executives within tech organizations? Or? Yeah, I'll I'll be looking to speak with um, founders, co-founders. You know, ex- so executive is a funny term. I coach a lot of startups. Executive yeah. is a funny term because sometimes when you have five people, like <laughs> the executive, like the chief revenue officer is also the salesperson. So <laughs> yeah. like, but you know, like you run it, you know, like we've all been in small companies or most of us have totally cool. Like, I just want to talk to people that have some sort of major influence on where the brand is going. So if anybody's listening and this resonates, they want to come on. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to say no. But I, what I don't want to talk to is like, hey, how do you be a better salesperson in a startup? Like, that's not what it's about. Yeah. It's about the why behind the business. I guess I would say if you can, if you can articulate on a podcast the why behind the business, that's interesting to me. So maybe that's that's where I would go with it. Well, and I think it is really interesting to have that duality. Or maybe you're someone in a startup that holds four different positions within your role. Cause that's something that we don't typically hear on podcasts. It's usually focused in on the CMO and that's all they do, or even, even, even take it down a step further. And maybe there's only a certain aspect that they do within, within the marketing team. Like maybe it's email only. So it'd be kind of interesting to, to interview people that wear multiple hats in an organization yeah. and how they, how they have to really kind of take a bird's eye view and then yeah. bring it down to tactical level. I'm definitely open to that. The other audience that I'm really interested in is capital, venture mm-hmm. capital, private equity, people that want to come in and talk about how they invest, because I think that's another place that's really interesting where you can talk about the impact and the why outside of just the 10 X, the 50 X, like, sure. We, we, we understand if you're in venture capital, your job is to make money for your investors. Like, great. What else about this? And there's a lot of ways to make money for your investors. So what else, like a lot of ways to make money in this world, what else is it that's interesting that has you doing private equity, doing venture capital? So that's another part of that business that I, or another part of that world that I'm interested in talking to people about. Great. Well, I'm really excited for that yeah. to launch. And that will be in... I think January, January, <sighs> maybe January. I don't know. Like I'm kind of outing myself. It might be <laughs> February. I I have some, I have the concept and I have some guests that I'm ready to interview. I don't quite have artwork or the name. So you kind of need all those things, but like I've, but this kind of leads me to the next thing is I've done it all before. So I know that that stuff actually doesn't take much time. Once I landed on my podcast title and, and the artwork, that stuff's actually not, it's not challenging once you get there to get that stuff up. It's actually like a 20 minute exercise. So that's Don't that you part. feel like that's where people get hung up though, where they just, be. they just stop because the idea of putting together artwork, putting together, even just figuring out what name it's, I think it's with everything. It gets a little, oh, yeah. it can just hamstring you a bit. Well, yeah. I just want to say this. We, you mentioned this in my bio. I do personal brand strategy work. And this is a common thing. And I, and it's funny, this is why personal brand strategists have brand strategists because like the thing and why coaches have coaches, why PR people have PR people, because the thing we can do so well for others is the thing we can never do for ourselves. This is a common thing. And um, I do a lot of my work through a really awesome company called brand builders group. One of the things that we say is um, uh, in like, it doesn't need to be clever. Clarity is better than clever. 
Mm-hmm. And like some of these podcasts that have these super intriguing titles, that's gr- that can be great depending on the genre, but most people just want to know like what it is. Yeah. What are they getting? What are they getting? What's the point of this? And so like, I'm, I'm really looking at like, what can I have that's clear, concise and aligned with my other, like all the other things I do in my brand and has people go, Oh, I want to listen to this because I know what we're doing, which is kind of funny. The, the thing, when I first heard the title of my podcast, talking to cool people, which came from a guest of mine after I interviewed her. I was like, I don't know. And I get feedback all the time. They're like, yeah, it's so easy to say yes to. Yeah. Like as guests or to listen to, oh yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to listen to people, cool people talking? And then who doesn't want to come on a show where they're, you're literally labeling, labeling them cool, which is kind of the premise of my show is everybody's cool. So. Yeah. I, I yeah. was actually joking around about it before I went on your show to be interviewed. I was laughing with my team. I'm like, Jason's going to be so disappointed when he finds out that I'm I hear this all. I love it. So many of my guests are like, am I cool enough to be on here? I'm like, I'm like, if you've passed the gate and you're here with me and we're recording, then yes. That's a yes. That's That's a yes. yes. That's a yes. And which is, you know, it's also ironic, which is why the first question I ask is what do you nerd out about? It's like a nice juxtaposition. (laughs) Well, I think the coolest people are nerds. Absolutely. Like to nerd out on a lot of things. Oh, totally. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, just thinking about how you, you know, you kind of have this predetermined set of questions that you're asking already. Mm -hmm. You're going to be developing those for your upcoming podcast. Mm -hmm. What topics do you steer clear of during interviews? Do you have that in mind or is it, has it Um, ever gone there when you've had to pull it back? It actually hasn't, which is very fortunate. I'm actually not opposed. I'm not opposed to much of anything because I I really do want people to be themselves. Like I've had some, I've had some religious, like religious, like I've had some pastors on, of course, they're going to probably talk a little bit about spirituality. That's going to be normal. That's not the purpose of them being on, but I'm totally good to that. So I'm fine with like religion. I'm, you know, like, I just don't think anybody's interested in talking about vaccinations or COVID anymore. Yeah. And so the, that the context of, of a COVID conversation generally, it generally outputs into like, Hey, how has your business changed or your life changed? Not like, what's your stance on, you know, like those, I think those conversations, nobody wants to hear from me or my guests, they can go listen to Joe Rogan, talk about those things or whatever. That's, you know, Joe Rogan, whoever, um, the authority, the, the authority on, on, on vaccinations. <laughs> Public and COVID. Yeah. Yeah, the, yes. Yes. Um, or, you know, you might want to go listen to the New York, New York times daily podcast where they interview Fauci all the time. But if you want, you know, like, or I'm sure the C I bet you the CDC probably has a really boring podcast. It's very oh informative. <laughs> I can imagine. Host, oh. It's like half asleep. <laughs> We're going to review the latest study from university of Michigan on, you know, da, da, da. but, um, I, I don't, I don't shy. I mean, it doesn't come up. Um, other than that, like, I really just want people to bring their truth. And if it feels like it's going in a direction, like politics never really gets talked about, like, just because I think people are just boring. Like nobody wants to hear anybody come on and talk, in my opinion, on politics, whether it be my politics or whether it be another one. Now, I will say Brian, who is on this week, actually, because he was in politics we did spend a couple minutes on kind of his stance on how, like, if he was going to run again, which, by the way, if you listen to that episode, Brian should run. Like, he's a natural-born politician. I mean, that in the best way. Um, we spent a couple minutes on kind of his philosophy, but it's not like, so are you uh, red or blue? And, you know, like, what? It, we don't, we never we go to that. We didn't go there. 
Yeah. We don't go there. And I don't think people want to hear that. There's political, there's tons of political podcasts. And mine's not a political podcast. Um, the reverse yeah. side of where I love to go if the conversation goes is parenting, um, travel, like uh, like hobbies that are strange. That's kind of like the nerd question. I've had some unbelievable questions for that one are unbelievable answers. So I, I really like when it takes a turn for um, not a little bit weird, like a weird, like make you feel weird, but like, oh, that's a strange thing that most people don't ever talk about on a podcast. I love yeah. when it goes there. I do like talking about parenting because I'm personally interested in it as a parent. It's always fun to hear like what people's experiences are and what, what I, because that's the thing is you're always listening. You're always learning from your guests. Absolutely. So what is, what is some of the strangest things you've ever heard that people do that maybe it's a hobby or yeah. that they nerd out about? Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that comes to mind just after a hundred episodes, it's hard to think of all of them. I should actually make a list. That would be really funny. And like, like release it as like a lead magnet is like a hundred, hundred oh. things people nerd out about. That would be awesome. Like a coffee table book almost. A coffee table book. Yeah. Talking yeah. to cool people, nerd things, nerd out about. Yes. Um, one that comes to mind is Ludwig Dumont. He's, um, he's Belgian. I just had him on a couple weeks ago and he nerds out about running, but more than running, running shoes. Like huh. he knows like a lot about running shoes. Like, like, like the type talking, for your feet and the way. Oh, that like all like of it. Stride. Like all of it. But no, like, but specifically like shoes, like he knows like how they're made, the wit, like all these things that are not common knowledge. Hmm. Um, I had another really awesome guest in season one, Ashley, my, she, and she nerds out about zombie video games, which is not a common answer for a woman, not to stereotype, but it, like she's a, she's a branding coach and she's awesome, but she like loves zombie video games. And I happen to be a gamer. So we talked a lot about zombie video games because I'm like, quite... so do you play this? And she's like, yes. Do you play this? Yes. Do you play this? That's a pretty um, big genre, which I it's a big genre. just learned that there it's are a big quite genre. a few zombie video games. There's a lot of zombie video games. Uh, I happen to know that from, I've heard through the grapevine. Um, <laughs> you have no I will experience. Say, no experience. I've heard. <laughs> One of the things that comes up a lot which is really funny is alcohol. Oh, I nerd really? out about okay. wine. I nerd out yeah. about bourbon. I nerd out about craft beer. I had a guest on who nerds, he makes his own beer in his garage. So he nerds out about the process of like beer and mead. Um, I was mentioning the Navy SEAL, his name's Steve Drum. He's been on twice, actually. He's a big bourbon. He's a big bourbon and whiskey guy. So like he really, so he knows a lot about how it's made, what he likes, what he doesn't like. He's a recommendations guy. So it's funny that when I think about probably the number one thing is generally like alcohol followed by food, which makes sense because those are two things that a lot of people really like. Yeah, yeah. It does kind of drive us, right? I feel like yeah. that is what our social, like outside of work life is usually surrounded yeah. by that. So yeah, yeah that's And then really I will say, I will say if anybody comes on, one thing that I find really interesting is when I ask what people nerd out about and it's like the thing they do for a living. I'm like, is that really mm. what you nerd out about? Like I'll, I'll challenge them be like, is that really the thing? They're like, I nerd out about economics and statistics. I'm like, really? Is that the thing that it, some people do though, right? Like some people have a profession where they literally spend all day nerding out about the thing that they actually love. They to do. love doing. Yeah. yeah. But if I went on it, I was like, what do you nerd out about? I'm like, I nerd out about coaching and personal brand strategy. You'd be like, really? Yeah. Lame. I like those things, but come on. There's, I nerd out about a lot of other stuff. Yeah. I like scotch better. Yeah. Seems like you should be nerding out about scotch. You, you and Steve should talk. You can have a, you can have, <laughs> I have, I actually have, I've actually considered having a, um, 
a scotch bourbon whiskey, like round table podcast episode. So maybe it sounds like you have some strong opinions. We may need to get you in that panel, like I a actually, panel interview. I actually don't. I actually don't. So that would be a terrible panel. I, I'm more on the parenting side. I would be a really bad bad guest on the bourbon side, scotch You're side. like, I don't know. I don't really, I've had it a few times. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a connoisseur by any means. Yeah. So, um, but apparently well, maybe we'll get you on the parenting table, panel. would love to Ooh, do that. That would be a, that's, you know what? I'm getting inspired right here. I'm going to, cause this, you know, again, Dak Shepard, he has different podcasts in his podcast. Yeah. Right. He has armchair expert. He's a, he has armchair and dangerous where they talk about conspiracy theory stuff. He has, we are supported by, which was Monica and Kristen talking to powerful females like mm-hmm. Sheryl Sandberg. And um, I think they talked to Michelle Obama, uh, Reese Witherspoon. So maybe I should start another little micro one inside of here where I get some past guests on panels. That'd be really fun. I think that would be a blast. And I think, I think it would I'm be a it. really cool dynamic. You'd be able to facilitate yeah. that conversation with a few I'm gonna, folks. You heard it here first. I am doing this. Okay. Sign me up. Okay, and it's going to be inside of the talking to cool people brand. Uh, I think it's Brandy, great. you're on for parent. That's so cool. That, yeah. that you've actually inspired me to think about when I um, have my intake form or my like, what's the thing that you'd be on a panel for? So I could ask my guests that and see what they say. Absolutely, Ooh, yeah, and that could even help pull into your new podcast too. Uh, Maybe there yeah, be some. I love it. Something I love there. It. I love it. Yeah. So, you know, before we, I'm going to ask you some questions, please a little bit of a, uh, would you rather sort of a session? Oh, I, uh, this is so, this is so me. But I before we do, I want you to give three tips to folks who yes. are thinking about starting their podcast, or maybe they've just started a podcast. There's a lot to consider. And I'm sure yeah. that you've made a few mistakes along the way yeah. and lessons learned sort of thing. So like top yep. three tips, let's say. For- yeah. Top three tips. Top three tips. Number one, you have to be consistent. And yes. if you're consistent, this um, consistency is key. And all of the podcast platforms allow you to schedule in advance. So so people are like, oh, so do you, at 6 a.m. on Wednesday mornings, do you press the button? I'm like, no, I schedule it like four days in advance and I, I do it that way. Number two, and this is a little bit, um, just follow the best practices, like have a transcript because that helps you get found in search, have consistent artwork, um, you know, be consistent in how you write your show notes. If you do show notes, like it, like mine are pretty simple, again, modeled after Armchair Expert. Very simple, like, hey, Brandy and I talked about, we talked about these three things. I have a quote from you. I have your bio. And then I have like my little like thing that I put in for the show. Just be consistent so that your audience knows what to expect. And the inside of the consistency, ask for ask for reviews. Mm-hmm. And you can either have them do it on Apple because Spotify, you don't actually, there's no reviews on Spotify yet. Um, I, I believe they're offering it. And the second thing there is um, there's a, a cool platform that I use that allows you to send somebody a link and they can add reviews anywhere where reviews are allowed for podcasts. That's, so that's all in consistency. Number three, do not, I repeat, do not do podcasting for the money because you will not make any money doing it for a long time unless you're already wildly famous. Yes. The, so you true. know this, you live in this world, Brandy. Yes. It is the, the financials behind podcast and monetization, it's staggering what you have, what you have to, the number of downloads you need. And I can assure you, unless you're Obama or um, like Matthew McConaughey and you have a new podcast that's already aligned with a big personal brand, 
you're not going to have a lot of listeners when you start and it's just the way it's going to go. So that kind of leads me to the last thing. Don't pay attention to your downloads. It doesn't matter if you're having fun doing it and you're consistent and people like what you're doing, whether it's a solo podcast or whether it's with guests, you will build an audience over time because your, your people will find you. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'm, I'm in um, just on this really quick. I'm in a, a few forums, like Facebook groups for some platforms where people are like, Hey, I'm starting a new podcast. When like, and they, they're like, so focused on when can I get 5,000 downloads? I'm like, it's going to take you a while. Yeah. Cause you probably don't have a marketing machine behind you. And by the way, there's 850,000 podcasts out there. You'd like, you just have to, you just have to get out there and do it and have, and it's like anything else. If you have fun and you have a passion for it, it will start to work, but it's like any other product or any other thing, it just takes time. And so I'd say like all that, the overarching thing there, patience, have fun and have patience. Patience is huge. And you have to, like you said, you have to really love to do it. And I think, I do think there is a piece in all of us that we aspire to be, whether it be a musician or a comedian, a radio talk show host, something right. And, and podcasting at least gives you a little taste of what that might feel like. And who cares if it's only your mom listening, maybe your mom will finally (laughs) Finally, maybe figure out what it is you do for a living. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think my mom listens and I don't think she still knows what I do. So that's a perfect example. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to do it because you love it. And at the end yeah, of the you day, do. you're just having great conversations that are recorded. That's it. Be happy. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I Can I offer one more tip? Yeah, please do. If you're going to do an interview show, and I'm not saying I'm not the greatest interviewer, like I'm always work, but I'm working on it all the time. If you're going to do an interview show, make sure your questions are curious and not the standard set of questions of like, so what does your business do? And da, 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 because people don't care. That, again, I go back to if they can read it on a website, they're probably not going to be that interested in a conversation. And that goes for a host. That also goes for a guest. Bring something to a show that you cannot learn about me otherwise. Yeah, that's a really, that is a really good point. And that's what we tell people all the time. All of our clients yeah. at KitCaster, we always say like, come, come prepared to talk about something interesting. Yeah. Whatever that might be, and figure out a way to weave your personal and professional story together so it makes sense. So yeah. um, that's a really good tip. Are you ready for this? Uh, I'm so ready. I, I this is this is probably gonna be my favorite part. This is like literally my favorite thing to do. I have no <laughs> idea what's coming for all you listening. So here we go. So this is on our website. For those of you who are listening, who are interested in finding out what your podcast personality is, we have a podcast personality quiz on our our homepage, kitcaster.com. I hear a lead magnet. I love it. (laughs) I'm going to. I love it. Yes. I'm going to throw some at you. Are you ready for this? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. So, of course, it's all around podcasting for the most part. Uh, Who would you rather cut your hair? Tim Ferriss or Malcolm Gladwell? Uh, wow, that's a, I love the cut my hair. Malcolm, <laughs> definitely Malcolm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I aspire I'm to Malcolm's hair. He's yeah. got good hair. Tim has no hair, so. I've yeah. heard that from a few people. They're like, why would we have Tim Ferriss cut our hair? He doesn't have But he'd hair. probably have some sort of cool hack way to do it. Like, he'd be like, well, I, I've been studying hair cutting for a year and I figured out this way to, yeah, I loved him. He's like, it's, Amazing, yeah. well, the biohacking he, stuff, and I'm sure he's a master trimmer for sure. So he's, you're, I'm, yeah, you're he's looking master. for for a close cut. Yeah, I'm looking for a Malcolm. I'd like to have more of a. That's a great question. All right, so 
Who would you rather pick first for your neighborhood softball team? Serena Williams or Simone Biles? Mm. It's a tricky one. It is a tricky one because there's so many positives to both of them. Uh, I think I would go with Simone Biles because I see her as like a great second baseman. Agile, small, agile. She's very strong, but she doesn't need to be super strong, like throw the ball, but she's quick, right? Like super quick and agile. And she's probably a great base dealer. Oh, hands down. Yeah. And she probably would like be able to twist her way around you. So you couldn't even tag her. So yeah. I'm going to go with Simone, but that's a, that's a toss up. I, you know, I'd, I'd be happy to take either of those two on my softball So team. where would you put Serena? Um, oh, oh, I'd put her as, are we in fast pitch or slow pitch? I think we're in slow pitch. Slow pitch. I, I was going to say she'd be my pitcher. I put her at third base because she's probably got either third base or center field. Cause she's probably got an amazing arm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And super reactive. Yeah. And I mean, you, you know, she generates a ton of power through her throwing arm because she serves and hits the ball. So yeah. Okay. And she's, and she's also very quick on her feet to go jump after things. Yeah. I mean, I think yep. that that, I think third base is probably a good position for Serena. Yeah. All right. Who would you rather write your business pitch? Elon Musk or Oprah? Oprah. Yeah. I feel like that's just like, I, I want a little more personality and heart to it. Yeah. Like I, I actually, actually like time man of the year, Elon Musk, which just came out last, I think it was this week. I actually don't, I don't mind him at all. I just find his, it's a little, you know, it like it's a character that he plays. I mean, I think Oprah play, we all play a character. We all play characters. We all play characters. But, um, I think like with Oprah, she's much more easy to connect with. And I think she's more aligned to my style, but Hey, if Elon Musk wants to write my business pitch, I would not like that's those are two and again two great choices. I'd be like, by the way, this is my friend Elon. Um, he's an investor and wrote this for me. Yeah, I mean you can't really go wrong, but Oprah is is for sure like, she would be able to like really pull a, in some character. People people be like crying by the time they're they done would the be pitch. crying. Be like, yes, yeah. it'd be like, yes, I'll give you all my money. <laughs> yeah. All right. You're stranded on an island. Who would you rather be stranded with, Tina Fey or Amy Poehler? Oh man, is that, that is really so good. Oh, that is one. great. I I'm an, I do improv, so I love both of them, and I love Parks and Rec, and I love Thirty Rock, and I love Saturday Night Live. Man, tricky. that is a hard you can one. Only choose one though. It's really Ooh. unfortunate. I It'd think be a nice I'm, duo. It, oh, yeah, that would be amazing. I think I'm gonna have to go. I'm going to have to go with Tina and the reason I'm going to go with Tina, but I mean, this is like neck and neck, right? I could go either. No, you know what? I'm sorry. I got to go with Leslie. Um, I got to go with Leslie. Nope. Like I was thinking about like, what's the character that I just love? Leslie. Nope. Is just such a great, I got to go resourceful too. She's so resourceful. She's such a doer and she's such like a good, she's such like got like a pure heart. Yes. Um, and, and my dad was a city manager. So like that show is hilarious for me. It's like, I know what, a, I know what a park superintendent does in a small town. Like this is perfect. So I go with Amy, but Tina, if you're listening, like, I would love to have you too. Like I'd love to have, yeah, either one is good, but I'm going to go with Amy on this one. Okay. I like, I think that's a good choice. I, I think that that rationale makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. Here's our last one. All right. You have some secrets and you need to figure out who you're going to trust with those secrets. Mm-hmm. Is it Ira Glass 
from This American Life or Dan Carlin from Hardcore History? I'm going to go with Ira. She's just been around for so long now and such a trusted voice in the podcasting space. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ira. Again, both good choices, though. I, don't you feel like Ira is a vault of secrets? Yeah, I'm sure he knows so much. From what he's done throughout yeah. his career? Yeah. He's holding I'm, so many secrets. So many secrets. And he I, might and as if well I, hold yours. He might as well. He probably... I can tell you again, if Ira, if you're listening, you would be very disappointed in the secrets that I have because there aren't a whole lot. <laughs> You'd be like, well, that's your secret. Like, that's the thing that uh, people tell me all the time that I can tell other, others. So, wow, these are amazing, Brandy. Yeah. So that's on our website. It's pretty fun. It's very it, fun. Yeah. So thanks for playing. I really appreciate yeah. it. And thank you for, thank you for uh, humoring me while I had to think about those for a minute. Yeah, no, I think, I think you did a great job. Um, that's really it. That's all we've got. But I would love for you to share with the listeners how they can get in touch with you. If they want sure. to be a guest or if they want to connect yeah. in any other way, yeah. yep. let them know. So yeah, the, the place to go is my website. So it's my name, jasonfrizzell.com. If you're interested in the podcast specifically, jasonfrizzell.com forward slash podcast, you will see that on my website. If you're interested in what else I do around like the coaching, if you're in the tech space, if you're interested in personal branding, it's all there on my website. If you don't want to come that way and see me, which I understand not everybody is ready to do that, like I'd love to connect with you on Instagram, on Facebook, Facebook, and on LinkedIn. Those links are on my website. Follow me, I'll follow you back. Um, and then again, just want to say if you would like to be a guest, at the bottom of my podcast page, there's a link to like interested in being a guest. You can click on there. I've got a little form to fill out. It's super easy. And then we will be in touch. And that's the best way to, to connect with me. Great. Thank you so much. Also, listen to Talking to Cool People. It's listen. a great podcast. Rate and review it. Help Jason out. So Thank you. thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you, Brandy. And Brandi. I look forward to connecting. I look forward to the panel, the parenting panel. The pa we'll do the parenting we'll panel. Do that. Oh, yes, I will. Thank you so much, Brandy. <laughs> it was a pleasure to be on. All right. Thanks, Jason. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to Hosted, a podcast brought to you by Kitcaster, a podcast booking agency. If you want to find out more about Kitcaster, about Hosted, find us on all of the relevant social channels and tune in to more episodes of Hosted. Take care.